part of blindsidepods.com. It was joked about for years, hinted at by Dave Portnoy, invited to join a company that sounds like Carstool, and it was denied as a joke for as long. At the end of May 2019, what seemed inevitable happened. Kirk Minahan was an employee of Barstool Sports. He was inked for two years to do an hour-long podcast five days a week. Steve Robinson, producer of the regionally syndicated Howie Car Show, was hired as producer. And though not under contract until June 15th, Minahan started putting out content immediately, poking fun and showing the absurdity of the organizers of the Straight Pride Parade. During the 2019 Bruins playoff run, Barstool Sports partnered with the Bees to put a logo on their towels. This drew the attention of the mayor of Somerville, Massachusetts, Joseph Curtitone. The Somerville mayor sent out a flurry of tweets condemning the Boston Bruins for the partnership and claimed Barstool was misogynistic. Curtitone would not respond to Dave Portnoy's requests for interviews, so it was left up to an old friend to get the job done. Quote, Kevin Cullen, end quote. Kevin. Hey, Joe, how you doing? No, that's no problem at all. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna record this so we have it. Is that good? Just gonna want to misquote you. All right. Frank Wright says hello. Oh yeah, how's he doing? Doing great. Yeah, what's? Good yeah, 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 the good guy. Jeez, yeah. So oh, I could tell you stories. So what's? So I'm trying to figure out this Barstool thing. I don't understand it. They've given me grief in the past. I've been through wars with these guys too. But what's? What's? I read Jessica's thing. What's going on here? What started as a prank call became a lawsuit. And the first controversy to follow Kirk Menahan to Barstool. It would not be the last. This is a Menafan Show special. The Menafan Show Year in Review. 2019. I'm your host, DEC. This is Act 2, Part 1. Minifans, Stoolies, and Mincells. Kirk Minahan finally returned to creating regular content in June after exiting Entercom and Radio.com. Mena fans were used to highly edited and poorly produced Enough About Me podcasts. This changed with the move to Barstool, and for the very first time, we got an unfiltered, uncensored Menahan. Erica Nardini, Barstool CEO, discussed how she first came to know of Menahan's talents. I was a fan of his when I lived in Boston. You know, Kirk was one of the greats like he still is one of the greats but he was you know he was a big big deal in boston i think it was a big deal when dave started barstool he certainly was a big deal when i lived there and then when i came to barstool i guess maybe you know he had guested on 
KFC radio a couple times. He came down to the office once or twice. And personally, I just always liked seeing him. I always liked Kirk very much. I thought his story was really compelling. I thought he was really honest. Um, I thought he was unafraid and kind of true to who he is, which is obviously something we like here. So Nardini then discussed how Barstool was able to acquire Kirk's services. You know, I think Dave and I had talked to Kirk a couple of times when he was at Entercom. You know, we, we always kept the lines of communication open. Obviously, Dave and Kirk go way back, so they, they talked a bunch. I was always in the wings waiting when, it, when the time was right, and it, it started to look like the time was clearly going to be right. Um, and, you know, it was, it was frankly pretty easy. It was pretty seamless. We saw things the same way. We could offer him things that Entercom couldn't or wouldn't. We, I think, would support him in a way that was different, and he would have an autonomy that he didn't have there, which, you know, I think was important to him and certainly was important and kind of foundational for us. And it, it, it was awesome. Like, it was pretty easy. Obviously, through the course of history, beginning with Jesus Christ and going all the way up, you pick it, Mandela, Gandhi, uh, Ruben Hurricane Carter, there have been people prosecuted, persecuted for things that are important. I mean, I think Jesus obviously had battles with, I don't know what his issues were really. I think like like wheat or fields or something. Gandhi's issue was something about India. Hurricane Carter, I think, killed somebody. And I made a prank phone call. For Minna fans, it was business as usual. The show started with controversy right in the first week. Kirk Menahan and Barstool were sued by the Somerville mayor, Joseph Curtitone. This is the craziest. Yesterday was, and I've had a bunch of crazy fucking days in my career. I think yesterday, given the fact that I started here, did this podcast, went to number one, and got sued by the mayor of Somerville over a prank phone call by this idiot. Has to be, so far, the craziest fucking day yet. And by the way, he's so crazy, and the liberals in the state hate me so much, we're going to go to court. There's like a 30% chance I'm going to go to jail for this. I am totally, everyone yesterday is like, oh, don't worry, this is nothing, it's illegal, they're going to throw it out. We're in Massachusetts. These people are fucking nuts. They don't care about potholes, they don't care about traffic, they care about revenge, and they care about getting their stupid fucking pandering agenda across. And for that, I am willing to go to jail, I am willing to have sex with men, and I am willing to die. It's a straightforward complaint, Curtis Tony wrote in a Facebook post. Minahan recorded himself breaking the law, impersonating a Boston Globe reporter trying to obtain an interview with me, and then Barstool posted the interview on its website. It's a clear violation of Massachusetts general law, which forbids audio recording a person without his or her consent, and you can't obtain that consent through fraudulent means. Now, I'm guessing if you listen to the show, uh, or me, you know what it was, but we'll play some sound. Basically, I I called and tried to get an interview. Uh, The woman, I don't know her name, uh, I said it was Kirk Manan from Barstool Sports. They never got back to me. So I said it was Kevin Cullen from the Boston Globe. Um, Kevin Cullen is an enemy of mine who shit all over my old station and me. Uh, and then I decided to go look at his backs, his, his stories he had written because I knew they were full of shit. Turns out they were full of shit. He lied about where he was at the marathon coverage uh, several times uh, and lied about a bunch of other stuff too. Um, and there's also Kevin one Cullen that- don't report nothing unless it's fact. So we got fooled. I had to get him. Steve was here. I had to get him off the phone. We would have still been talking now if I if I just, if I was the one who's not going to hang up. He we called would, you back like five times, saying kept, like, "Oh, there were some a few unanswered questions. I want to like start this interview back yeah, up." And I was like, "We're all set. We're good." 
Um, and obviously he's embarrassed. And he's also, by the way, let's not forget, a total panderer, A, and somebody who loves to be in the news. Curtitoni is doing this not because he thinks he has any legal case. He doesn't. He's doing this because he knows he'll get in the news. If I'm a citizen of Somerville or a resident of Somerville, I'm thinking, this is what my mayor is doing? Like, traffic is a fucking disaster. There are potholes all over the place. People dying from heroin left and right. I would say heroin. I would say there are some people in that city who may not legally be in that city. I don't want to... I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Don't don't go there, man. We're going to get another lawsuit just based on that. I feel like that may be the case. Maybe You can include that in your countersuit. That's true, yes, which we'll get to in a second, Mike. Thank you. Uh, and there, and he's worried about being pranked by some fucking dummy and his dummy producer. Like I I I, I don't I don't even I don't even understand it. I can't even into like like you got beat. You look like an idiot. Move on. I, I don't I don't get it. Now at war with Curtitone, there was relative peace on the program between the show regulars. That changed when new producer Steve Robinson approached Kirk about blowback he received from his brother Ben about how the Robinson family was discussed on the show. And this led Mount Menahan to erupt. Steve Robinson texts me yesterday. It's okay. He says, uh, for what it's worth or whatever, uh, I got to put family off limits going forward. Just got a nice intervention phone call from them. Oh, boy. I mean, I think that's fair, right? No. No? Absolutely not. Why? What was it? Who, who called you? Uh, my brother did. What did he say? He just wants me to not talk about the family. That's all. You just do like me and you pretend you don't know anything. <laughs> hey, is that the, is that the, I don't know. Is that the list? Does it make you uncomfortable to talk about your family? I mean, no. I talked about it with you, didn't I? I mean, I rolled with the punches. Well, for four, for a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I would say yeah, no. Enough is that you had your fun. And <laughs> I now would it's... say no. Well, look at this guy we're beating up over here. He's not complaining. <laughs> what, did you, what did your brother say? He just would appreciate it if I didn't air family business on the on the podcast. That's all. And what did you say to him? I said, you know what? I understand. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, ruin my fucking ro- family. How relationships is that going to? What have you podcast? said that's going to ruin your family's relationship? Just talking about family business. What have you told? It's not true. Uh, no, what have you told? They're not public. About nothing. If you broken any news, I mean, just, just like spilling truth out into the public isn't always great. Just because. But it's, it's I don't true. think you said anything bad. I, you know, the stuff about my parents' relationship. That's, oh, you know, that's, that's this stuff is that... the red red flag one. Mike, <laughs> remember this moment? Yeah. Seven twenty-two on the twenty-eighth. Not good. By the way, I got to put family off limits going forward. Just got a nice intervention phone call from them. Is this allowed? Is this conversation breaking the violation? <laughs> no, we can have this conversation. I just want to make sure going forward. I don't want to upset you. It's just something I don't want to talk sure, about. Sure, no, no. It's, can you, before I hired you, it's, that's my fault. The blame's on me. Could you, can you now, maybe over the weekend, put a list of all the other things we can't talk about? There's nothing else. There's oh, nothing oh, else. oh, you're sure I about just, that? I just, I just don't want to talk about my parents' relationship. Well, you don't, you don't want to. Your brother doesn't want you to. Or you don't want to. I don't want to. Why don't you tell me that? I just, I am right now. No, you're using your brother. Right I don't think this conversation happened. I think you're using your brother is 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 uh is, is, is bullshit. I don't think Do you want to get him on the show. But no, you don't want to. <laughs> no, I'm just. Well, wait, wait. I'm, so I'm now you want your brother on the show? Like, I'm which is it? right now that I don't want to talk about my parents. Okay, but why didn't you tell me that before? I didn't know it was going to come up. You kind of sprang it on me in the middle the of the show. I wanted to roll with the punches. Your brother called you. or You called him. Uh, he called me. What happened? Yeah, he was listening to the podcast. Okay. He heard some stuff he didn't like, and you know, in s- retrospect, I kind of agree with him. So what I just don't want like? to talk about my. Parents. I don't remember anything that bad. Neither do I. I. Remember- I'm honestly trying to get to the bottom of this, and you're do- dodging around it. What was said in the I, conversation? I just don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk. What about did he my, say? My- I can go back to this. So I can't do it today. Neither can you. We'll get somebody to come in here and do it for us. We can go back 90 seconds, and you told me that I can talk about your brother, right? 
Yes. So what did he say to you? You're not answering that. He told me that he didn't want me talking about our parents' relationship. Okay. So and I don't want to do that. So why didn't you tell me that? Uh, because in the in the moment, I didn't. Uh, what world am I where fucking like, producer is making rules about who we can and can't talk about? It's just a rule for me that I don't want to talk about it. So if I, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I said you know, oh, I want to put this off limits. But for me, I was just letting you know it's something I don't want to talk about. Okay, fine. I guess we won't talk about it then. No problem. That, that, that's fine. I, I mean, I just didn't. I didn't realize. I would say we spent how much time over two weeks talking about your parents? Uh, maybe 90, five minutes, no, if that. I would say not even. In the first episode, we spent at least five minutes. It sounds like your brother's a pussy. I hate to say it. I mean, I don't mean to upset him, but he sounds like he's a pussy to me. Or either that or worse, you're a pussy because you're using him as a shield. And he didn't think I'm actually not, call I'll, you I'll own it. I'll own it. I'm telling you. I don't want to talk about So then you're lying about, about your parents. brother calling you. Though, no, he this. did. I'll, I'll, I can pull up my phone and show you that well, he called. doesn't mean you talked about it. Who brought it up first? You or him? He did. He called me specifically to bring this up. Okay. And and was he angry? Yes. W- why? Because, because he doesn't want us airing family business. He considers himself like the protector of the family. Who's this? My brother, Ben. Ben. Okay, he's your older brother? Yes. Okay. There you go. Why don't you go work for Ben, then? How's that sound? <laughs> go fucking be Ben's producer. Does that sound good? You guys can not talk about your parents. You can fucking talk on the phone all the time. Like, I, I don't Like, what the fuck? What Is it really supposed- that big of a deal? Not well, it, to set, talk it about sets my a precedent. No, no, no. It's, that's fine. That, 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 I don't care about your parents. But that sets a precedent where you... I have never, ever, ever worked with a producer, ever, who has ever said to me, don't talk about this or talk about that. Maybe shame on them for that, but I'm just saying this is a new thing for me. And it's 10 days in, and I think you are I think you wanted to do this for a couple of days, and you're using your brother's a bullshit excuse. That's all. You think, I wanted, the, you think I wanted to talk about my parents? No, no, I think you wanted to say this to me, and you use your brother as a shield. I mean, I was motivated by his call. I mean, right. he's, he's, he's like my, uh, you know, he's my, I guess my role model, so I take his opinion very, very what is seriously. He, what does he do for a living? Uh, he is a, an accountant, and he's in the army. Okay, good. Thank, thank him for his service. Great. Thanks a lot, Ben, for your fucking service. <laughs> Hope you get shipped off to fucking Iraq for 20 years. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> what? I do. Well, I do. What do you want to say? I do. Right? I think you guys would actually get along. I hate his fucking guts. <laughs> I think you guys would get along. I don't, I don't, uh, don't ever introduce me to my you fucking name. You quick. guys would like each other. I think he's a traitor. That's right. <laughs> a traitor. I think he's a traitor to the show. And that is not and this to, nation. to his brother, which is a, it really you know, it makes you wonder what he would do under pressure if he cracked. <laughs> it makes, honestly, I'm not even being a dick here, but that actually, I, are we allowed to talk about your brother? Uh, you know, For I now, mean, you'll be getting a text about well, it. I'm serious. Like, that will happen. You know that. I mean, yeah, you can. Fine, if you want to. No, but I mean, you, you don't you've want already, to. You've already said he's a fucking traitor. Oh. He's got he's a two tours in Iraq. He's got a bronze star. You want to call him a traitor? That's fine. I mean, it's, I don't it's think funny. Either, I don't think it's funny. Funny. I don't the, think the shock either, factor is funny. I don't think either one of those things happen, but that's fine. Like you can believe that. Whatever he tells you, I guess you go along with. But the idea that he books the show, he does. Now going forward, of course he does. He's he's he's, he's, he's no, the reason no, for this no segment going on. Yeah, he's if the he was never born, if you're and you're. Didn't conceive him at some point. We wouldn't be having this conversation, correct? Well, yeah. I mean, so, so then, so then he's booking the show. He's he, in fact, is is the reason for this content. I think that, I don't think there's any way I could have said I don't want to talk about my parents. Why without not? You, without you picking at that scab and turning well, it into it, a segment. Absolutely not. If you had said to me, "Hey, look, I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. There's a lot of hard family feelings." So far, our conversation off the air about anything, if I've been a dick at all. No, you haven't. So then what? And that's what, what I told my brother yesterday when he called up and he was why like, Why does everybody have to go back to this asshole brother of yours? I don't give a care about this fucking idiot. What I'm saying is, it's Steve gets Steve's like mad when I make fun of his brother. He's yeah, a hero, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's his right? big brother. Yeah. He's good. Your hero is fucking going to ruin this show. 
You know what his name is? You know what his name is? Bob Murchison Robinson. That's <laughs> He's worse than Same Murchison. Level. Yeah, low. I have more Same respect level. for Murchison. I do. I have more respect for Murchison. I do. Because at least he would fucking go and just do it. He's he's going back channels. Of course, like, you know, given that he's probably a secret, you know, he's probably a double agent. He probably works with the Russians. He's probably learned that way. He hides and sneaks and does his things and calls Steve. And he's like, you know, I don't like the show. What, what did he say again? Let me hear it again. He just said that he doesn't want us airing family that's, no, business. No, no, no. That, 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 that's not. No, no, no. What did he say about the show and me? He said that he didn't like it because he thought you treated me like an asshole. Right. And what did you say? First of all, I you're said, a grown I man. Said, you, I you have said a microphone. No. I said no. I said that this is the, I've been treated better here than I have at any other place I've worked. I've gotten more praise, more uh, you know, positive feedback. Yeah, enjoy from that. You and the CEO. What what did and what did uh, your brother say to that? He was somewhat ameliorated. He thought he thought that you know he agreed. I mean, I, or he came to see my perspective, but he still doesn't want me talking about my parents' relationship. Okay. I don't want to talk about your parents' relationship either. I hate all of them. I hate all 10 of them. I hate their fucking kids. I hate you. I hate fucking, what's his name? Ben? Yes. I hate Ben. Benjamin? Fucking hate you too. I hate them. What do you want me to say? I hate him. I hate his fucking guts. If you're me and that's all you know so far, would you like this guy? No. I'm uh, yeah, Steve, I, mean, that's I think, okay. I think you would appreciate and respect him. Yeah. Why? For what? Standing up for his fucking family. That's not. That's not. That's not his job. Nor is it yours. You work for the show. You work for me. I understand that, but I'm just telling. Did you like Howie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because a big right wing military dummy, right? Probably. No. An accountant who probably fucking is a total grifter too. I want. I want. His, is he live in Maine? Yes. I want him investigated for grifting as an accountant. I want that to happen. Kirk made his first visit to Barstool headquarters in New York over the summer, doing an Ask Me Anything on Barstool Gold and contributing content to Barstool Radio on Sirius XM. But comments he made about the host of the Barstool Breakfast Show, Willie Colon, led to the former NFL player to give Menahan the silent treatment on CCK. Okay. I don't even know what's happening. Hour number two. Yikes. Extremely uncomfortable room right now. Yikes. Can cut the tension with a knife. There's a crowd forming outside. Willie Colon is in the building. How are there not stool scenes cameras in here? How are there not stool scenes cameras in here? Willie is making sure he's sitting as close as he humanly can to Kirk. I got suspended a couple of years ago. Beat up on the desk size 23s. We're almost getting into a fight with Christian Foray and WEI. Like, my record against former NFL players is undefeated. I'm mm. happy to challenge at any time. There's nobody in this room whose ass I won't kick if they get in my face. <laughs> now, you say that, but that's because you just know you know Willie can kick your ass. I don't know that. A lot of talk. So so on a on on the AMA today. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, you can kick my ass. Will, oh my <laughs> yeah. god. So Willie uh, uh Kirk well, I, I, I don't even, I, so I don't even know him. So you know, I called in and I said on the AMA thing, they asked him about the their their show I called into. And I said I felt bad for them because they didn't know I was. And it was this weird situation. And it felt a little awkward. Even today, I said hi to the other guys. It felt awkward. That's all. Not yeah. the end of the world. I'm used to it. My life is like that. Mm-hmm. But it just feels awkward. Because, no. because why? Because, I mean, you used to host a morning radio show. I have no idea why. Maybe, by the way, maybe I'm completely wrong, 100% wrong. Is that to say hello? Yes, I'm very <laughs> sensitive like that. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> this looks like a boxing Willie. promo. They have the <laughs> option for two mics, but Willie is it, is which is totally for one fine. Mic, it looks like a boxing promo poster. Now in your AMA, right now. exactly what happened? Somebody. I am so uncomfortable. The question was what? Uh, the morning show. <laughs> as Willie takes a sip from from Kirk's water, the question was like, uh, could you? You know, what what exactly? What was the question that prompted this response? 
When? In the AMA? Yes. Yeah. Somebody said how awkward was the thing. Right. And, and the... so what you just said is what the answer you gave. You just said it was a little awkward. Yeah, I said. But, I said... And then, but then you said, uh, I can make two phone calls and have this radio show be mine by tomorrow. I think right? I said that in the Yak show earlier. Okay. Got no, I'm not going so to. It's These all... are people with families and jobs. I'm, I'm, I'm nothing if not sympathetic to people. I don't care about the quality of the show, no matter how poor it may be. I'm still going to be there. You know, I'm a teammate. I'm Do a you want me to read player. the quote, Kirk? Yes, read the quote. Uh, Willie Cologne fucking hates me. I Correct. don't know why he hates me. Yes. I suspect there is some territorial element about it. Yes. Whereas if I wanted, I By could way, have this, that this... fucking show tomorrow. I don't want it, but if I place two phone calls, they'll be on the fucking street. Two calls. One, two. Ring, ring. Two phone calls. Ring, ring. Yeah, Dave, get these fucking guys out of here. Can happen in two seconds. But, but I'm a benevolent guy. I'm sharing water with you. This, this is, uh, this is. You can't be the guy who takes all the water. That's a <laughs> That's a dick. Now you're out of water. What are you saying? Now this is uh, by design. You wanted, you wanted to stir the pot like this. Oh, I just figured some people, as I've learned, are totally sensitive and can't handle it. I mm. think we know who those people are. Willie's really struggling. He's like, I'm, I'm good to go. By the way, he's way more entertaining than this. He's on the air. It's better when he doesn't say something. Yeah. Not a bad comeback. Think of some more. You're on a roll right now. No, oh, slow down. Right. I'm about to. Oh, I've never laughed so hard in my I'm life. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. The show that you hate. What's that? You're gonna be there tomorrow. Well, I'm leaving today, but I'll call in if you want me to. I'm happy to call in. I call in tomorrow. Absolutely, no problem. Okay, great. <laughs> you can hang out as long. It doesn't bother me. My, absolutely, this is your this is your studio. Eight three three eight five seven. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, okay, sorry. This is your studio. For now. For now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kirk. <laughs> Willie, what uh, what are your thoughts on this all? What's that? Just here, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still wondering why, why you interpret it as awkward. Oh, right. Absolutely, could be totally. I could be totally wrong. Like, so I, I just felt like, and I totally get it because I'm in this business too. But it felt like there was some anger mm. toward that. Now, obviously, clearly, I was wrong. And I'll apologize. No. So clearly, there's no issues at all. I mean, yeah. everything seems fine. When Dave and Erica said to me, "Hey, listen, we got a real problem in the mornings," <laughs> I said, "Guys, guys, give them a chance, would you? I know it's rough, but let's get through this together." And they said, "Kirk, please, Jesus, Kirk, please take over mornings." I said, "Guys, they have families. I can't do that to them." And again, they would say over and over, have you heard them? I'm like, yes, it's a terrible, is it the worst radio I've ever heard? Yeah, but we'll get, <laughs> but we'll get past it. And I think we have. It's gotten better since I've gotten here. So very quickly, Willie, say thank you, Kirk, for making me step up my, my role and become a better radio personality. I will say you're welcome, and then you're going to get me the rest of my water, and then you're going to let me drink it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect an answer, to be totally honest. But it's worth a try. Mm. He seems like a very nice guy. Yeah. He seems to be a fan of mine. Yes. So what can you do? Uh, he do can't stop staring at you, so he must think you're great to look there at. There is a level, it's bordering on sexual. <laughs> <laughs> the sexual tension. The next day, Menahan talked about how things disintegrated between the two and cited comments on Big Cat show, The Yak. So I went yesterday, and I swear to God, I was going to go in there, do a thing, and leave, and not cause any trouble. Just going to be fine. Just float away and wow. do a couple of things. And then shit just blew. I, I, I don't know. So do we have the actual cut that led to Willie Cologne getting so angry? Yeah, with uh, Dan, right? It was with Big Cat, right? Yep. yep. 
Great Why does meal. Willie hate you? No, I, I'm letting you. I, mean, obviously I, I, I honestly yeah. don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I, I'm often hated, but I don't know. I don't know why he hates me. Do you ever think if a lot of people hate you, maybe you're the asshole? Of course I do. <laughs> Absolutely. But I know there's specific reasons why some yeah. people hate me. I, no, that is fair. To not know why someone hates you is annoying. I, I suspect there's some territorial element of it. Mm. Whereas if I well, wanted let's stop to, it real let's quick stop. before oh, before I get into my thing. So, like, I I have no idea if that's true or not. So, you know, like, I've laid it out. I did the morning show for the, with them initially. It was very weird. Saw him yesterday. He didn't say hi to me. He just doesn't say hi to people. So I thought it was kind of funny, and I would amplify it. Playing on the old joke that I was a morning host, and they have a morning show, and, like, it's a joke. Yeah. I, I suspect there's some territorial element of it. Mm. Whereas if I wanted to, let's stop dicking around. If I wanted to, I could have his fucking show tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> I mean, let's be. I mean, let's not. I mean, I don't want it because I'll let them. It's sort of a pity play. I let them have it. Right. But right. if I wake up in the morning, yawn, stretch, and place two phone calls, they'll be on the fucking street. <laughs> let's go. So I got I got called in to there, and then I, I don't. I, mean, I want your your take on it, you guys. Like, so Willie Cologne then comes in, and bizarre like, move. Like sits right like an inch away from my face and stares at me, and I'm thinking. Like, okay, I get what you're doing. This is kind of funny. He yeah. takes a sip of my drink. I take a sip of the drink, da 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 whatever. So then I'm like, okay, now we're going to do the thing where we argue or, you know, it's kind of a joke. Yeah. But he never did anything. So I just was like, fuck. I mean, I know the guy is like, it's like I used to say about Christian Forey. Congratulations. You could beat me up. Right. God made you, you know, big and strong and so awesome. Now this has nothing to do with our job. So let's have a conversation, a battle of wits, if you will. And he did either didn't want to do that. Or felt like he didn't play capable of. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know because I've never. I don't listen. Or he's like a tough guy. So when we were done, the interview's done, and I said to him, "Hey, you want to go like talk about this? It's fine by me." And he's like, "No, I want to." I said, "Okay." Now, doesn't it seem like even more of a pussy if he goes at you hard today? Because it's like now, yes, you're, now you're not in the building. Absolutely, I mean, his that argument seems be, like a real weird. His argument will be able to save it for the show, but that's if he's really mad. Then well, it's all for barstool. Well, so it's all thing? for the company. You well, know? that's the other thing. So Dave says it's going to help his own show, but I would say if Willie Cologne fought with me on that show in the afternoon, it would get would help sent all over still, the place yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Be all over mm-hmm. social media. Right. People say, "Oh, this guy's good. He took down this asshole." You know, I, yeah. I, but I, but again, like I think, and then the day ends. Everyone's like, "Oh, Minahan goes in and stirs up shit," but it's sort of like. I think he totally misinterpreted it was a joke. I, I didn't even think it was really, like, I know how to stir shit up. That wasn't even stirring shit. I just did this as a fucking joke. Welcome on back to Barstool Breakfast. Up and running. Me, Kirk Minahan. He's on the line. Let's, let's do it, Rock. Minahan attempted to hash it out with the breakfast show on a simulcast between the two programs. Things got off the rails quickly with Cologne making a shocking request of Menahan. So yesterday you got to run in your mouth on our, our Big Cat show. Yes. Um, about how you could, you know, you think I hate you. You can t- you can end this show in a matter of uh, two phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, big, big flex by a guy who I've never heard about. Right. So, so me if I just step back and uh, just don't give a fuck about what you said. Sure, sure. I understand. Of course, you sat a foot away yeah. from me and cared very much. It's not dissimilar in any way. Actually, in a lot of ways. So we played that cousin sound this morning. You did the same exact thing. Of course, I was kidding, kind of playing around, 
you weren't, so I'm not really sure why you're so fucking sensitive about it. It's kind of disappointing. I didn't well, know you were. Not, I didn't. I just. I just didn't know, know you were. I just didn't. I just didn't know you were a thin-skinned. I just didn't know you were a thin-skinned pussy. That's all. You shake your hand. You're mad because I didn't say hello. I was. I was. I was. I was joking. It's a joke. It's a fucking joke, Willie. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. You got. You tell. You're a little guy who's been beat up all his life. You got fucking daddy issues. You're a middle-aged man with daddy issues. He's right about that. Is this? Is this? Big dick in Boston. Is this what you're? Is this? Is this? Is this? Is this the play? Is this the play that you're doing, Willie? You can suck my dick, you're a fucking weasel. I, 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 Where was this yesterday? I, 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 I sat a foot away from you yesterday, tough guy. I sat a fucking foot away from you yesterday, tough guy. You had your, you had your, you had your fucking. You, 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 so go ahead, so go ahead. I'm gonna shut up. Go fine, ahead. fine. Whether you're right, I did a show in Boston, so you're right. Nobody in the rest of the country knows who I am. I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. So I went in there yesterday. On Big Cat Show, I had done the thing where, and, that, and as I said this yesterday, by the way, I, call, I said this, I put you guys in an awkward spot. I apologized for you yesterday. The first show, you didn't know who I was, so I called in. It was weird. Totally, like, I totally understand that on your part. Yesterday, you don't say hi, and I thought it was kind of funny. Like, I didn't really care. I did say hi. That's okay, okay, but, okay, but, okay, but, Willie, okay, but even, okay, but either way, like, it doesn't, I thought it was sort of funny either way, so I went on with Dan yesterday and kind of, like, made a joke. Like, you have a morning show. I used to host a morning show. It was like, nobody thinks. I'm going to make two phone calls and have your job. It's a joke. I was kidding. I paid to kid around. I'm not paid to sit there and talk about who won the game last night. It's a joke. If you well, well, if you could keep up, if you had the ability to keep up with that, you would have understood. Instead of going in there yesterday and doing this weird thing where like, you're sitting next to me, you think I was... That was so weird, too. Terrible radio. Where you think, awful radio. Not, no surprise Terrible given radio. your fucking instincts. I felt like you had this aura like everybody was supposed to bow down. And I was like, well, no, well, I don't know you. Well, well, well large. Large. You, uh, we talked yesterday, right? We certainly did. Did you get that aura from me? Like when we talked that I was, I thought people, I, I sat there at my, I sat there at Kevin Clancy's brother's desk with my head down. I didn't want to bother anybody. Yeah. Still a little bit of an aura though. Really? I, 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 I will say that that was, I was trying to give out the exact opposite. I was trying to stay out of everybody's fucking way. People have things to do. All you got to do is, all it took no. was a handshake, Kurt. There was, there was, there was a little bit of aura with me. No, I, Kurt, I, I'd come over and said hello to you just because I know you're going through the same thing with the AMA. Yeah, you were, Keep your heads it was up. really it was, nice. It was yeah, very, I appreciate uh, it. It was very social and cordial and stuff like that. Yeah, like I, I just think that uh, sometimes, uh, you know, just heightened sensitivities, especially with this show, because this show is kind of tight. Me and Willie are a family. Great. We just recently lost a family member. Uh, due to an inappropriate uh, blog about a girl who wound up being I, know, uh, I, had, wound up, I had him on, uh, I had him on the podcast raped yep. and murdered. Yep. yep. So maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a listen. I'm uh, fucking talking now. By the way, oh, right? oh, nobody oh, else oh. is fucking talking but me. Go ahead. Then. Go so ahead. There's a little bit of a heightened sensitivity around this. And so maybe the heightened sensitivity had gotten okay, to the well, point you, where I mean, somebody touched you sound, my cheese. You, you sound like you can go now. You, go I mean, that's I mean, I don't know what to say. Like because because Francis tweeted something out or plugged the story. I'm not supposed oh, to. No, joke, no, no, I'm, I'm not supposed. I'm not supposed. I'm not supposed to joke around with Big Cat. Like when they ask me, am I supposed to say, "Oh, it's a great, it's it's a joke." Like it's it's joking around. Well, somebody mentions your name and they ring the bell and they talk about what you're trying to do and what you're trying to build. And you kind of go at it a little bit. Valley, it's a joke to you. Some for me is because we are the new kids on the block. I'm always going to step out in the, on the street and scrap. That's just who I am. I don't back down. You didn't scrap you yesterday. No you, didn't, you, you didn't do and shit And that's yet. how I you feel didn't... about Barstool, and that's how I feel about Barstool Breakfast. Well, I'm you... more of a back down guy. Like, I, I think I can take it for what it's worth, street worth. And I know Danny loves to, to generate smoke, especially on the show. So you kind of get pushed into, you know, saying answers. And we have a... 
you know, we have a way that we need to be funny. So I get it. It's just all, it's all just a big joke. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're, we're trying to fabricate something just for a couple of clicks, but... I'm not trying to fabricate um, anything. I'm not going to hit anybody, I right? Was, I was, I'm not going to get hit. I was, I, no, I'm not trying to get sued. I'm okay, trying to fabricate I, 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 no. trying to fabricate anything. I, I, was, I, was, I was kidding around, but Willie, you, you can't say that, yeah. you can't say that um, you were, you know, you're a street guy and you're a fighter, then you sat there, didn't say anything yesterday. Then you can't say... Well, I didn't say anything well, I, I wanted I, all the content to be on my okay, show. Okay, fine. Congratulations. And I wanted to just stare at you. I didn't realize that you were that thin-skinned about it. Sorry, you know, no, no big, no, no big. But like this arrogant thing is like you can't one. Call me thin-skinned and, and not say nothing. Well, I, I mean, I'd say you're kind of a pussy yesterday. I mean, I, 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 no, I, I was not a pussy at all. Okay, I think See, you're. This, I, is how you get, this is how it escalates. You want to call me a pussy, but you want me to. You want to even out. No, I don't want to even anything out. I think you're a pussy. Like I don't. I'm not looking. To, I, I don't want to be friends with you okay. or anything. I think your performance yesterday okay. was embarrassing. That's all. Good luck I think with you're everything. Little bitch. I think you're okay, a little great. Seven-year-old man with okay. daddy fucking issues. I got you, and I stood, 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 and I stood a foot away from you yesterday, and you didn't do a fucking thing about it. Fuck out of here. You're a pussy. I stood, I stood a foot. Wait, well, hold on, hold on. I didn't, I didn't mean to say that you're a pussy. You're a fucking pussy. You stood a foot away from me yesterday, and you didn't do, and you didn't, and you didn't do shit about it. So you could, you could talk all your talk all you want. I did it right to your fucking face. Your fucking the window Next time I'm there, give good night. There you go. There it is. 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 Wind them up. Wind them up and let the stupid, entitled, spoiled, dumb fuck athlete dance for you. Thanks, Willie. Well done. Dumb fuck. Is that what you said to fucking Andrew Jones? Is that what you said to Aaron Andrews? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You mean? You mean who's Andrew Jones? Oh, the one that you called out the Orioles pitcher. Yeah, I know. There's no Orioles pitcher named Andrew Jones. Maybe you're talking about Adam Jones, the mm-hmm. Orioles outfielder. That guy. Yeah, I know Adam Jones. Yes, yeah. I didn't call any out to him. I didn't. Never spoke to him in my life. You want to do this? Okay. We could do this all day. It doesn't matter. You think I'm hiding behind do, stuff? Yeah. You're gonna be back in the office. We can have that at ten. Anytime. So we can lock the bathroom. Anytime. Yeah. 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 Any in the office. Of, uh, of course, I was in the office yesterday. And of course, you know, I, 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 next time I'm in the office, I'm gonna be hosting for my show. It wasn't because I was fucking scared. Please, no, please, please. No fucking fear in my heart. Having this conversation, you just don't. You just know. You, have, you, you know that. You're I'm gonna, classic, I'm gonna classic, wrap it up. Classic thin skin. Not possibly more thin skin. No possibly more thin skin than you. You're a little pussy. You're a pussy. Because I don't think it's radio anymore. You're a fucking idiot. Uh, okay. Guys, so we're going to uh, say, hey, uh, Kirk, if nothing else, thanks for calling in this morning. Anytime, guys. Um, Anytime. Clear things up. Suck a dick. Anytime. Clear it up every The biggest dick you want. I, 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 Patty knows a couple of people. Yeah, right, so I'm sure. Uh, All right. So that's it. Excellent. So, uh, Kirk, going to let you go. It's the Kirk Minahane Show. I'm going to take a break. We're going to come on back. Suck a dick. Kirk Minahan has made it his mission to create new characters in his world and continuously refresh people in the Minifan orbit. One of these new characters was born out of tragedy that befell a beloved titan of Boston sports, David Ortiz. The former Sox slugger was gunned down in the Dominican Republic this summer, and this inspired a local singer to craft a tribute to Ortiz. The result was Heroes by Linda Marks. I think Springsteen and Neil Young for me are big, obviously, probably my two favorite musicians, Tom Petty. I gotta put Linda Marks in there now. You know, she is the recording artist who put this together, this song for Ortiz. Uh, This is from The Globe. When the news reached Linda Marks that David Ortiz had been shot, she, quote, had that same sinking feeling in my heart, end quote, as she did as a young girl when Martin Luther King and Robert F. Kennedy were assassinated, she said. What? Like, what? Now, Now, those words technically make sense in order. But yeah. it's the craziest paragraph maybe ever written. I mean, first of all, like, you know, Ortiz alive. Yeah. First of all. And like, you know, I know. But when it happened, there was a lot of confusion. 
Let's open the door to that. There was. Okay. Uh, and I know that in situations where the pressure was highest, he would hit a ball over a wall often. Yeah. I would well, say that, you know, historically his impact is probably not the same as, say, Martin Luther King. I don't. Or Robert F. Kennedy. Or John you, F. Kennedy. I don't I, think. I'm trying to think. You might have been in California. Do you not remember 2004? I remember very well. When I was they here. came back against the Yankees. They were down 3-0. Okay, yes. so you're taking that into consideration? No, no, right, no, I would say that puts him, is that the same as if I had a dream speech? Yeah, I think so, yeah. in a lot of ways. Well, this is our fucking city. A lot of people compared I had Also a that. Yeah. And let's not forget what he did against the Cardinals in that World Series. Yes. He was a dominant force. He was the World Series 720, MVP. 720, I think. Uh, had, so. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So Linda Marks was a, a, dev, a lifelong Red Sox fan and longtime fixture on the greater Boston musical scene. I've been in the greater Boston, not music scene, but world for... 40 of my 40, almost 45 years. I, I apologize. Uh, I'm ashamed to say I've never heard of Miss Marks. I don't know what the greater Boston oh, really? music scene. You're a hip guy, Mike. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know Linda Marks? I jam to her tunes all the time. <laughs> Dave? I, I've never heard of her. <clears throat> she reacted to the near-fatal attack as songwriters often do to work through their emotions. She began composing. <laughs> and the cover is Heroes, a tribute to David Ortiz to baseball. The stitches, 34 in the middle, then a tribute to David Ortiz up top, then MLK, JFK, and yeah. RFK. All three of these men, I could, we can look, we can Google this. I'm not sure. I'm, I want to confirm this before I go forward with it. I believe all three were assassinated. They're, they're dead. Killed, correct? They're, at least they're dead now, if nothing else. I, right. I, I mean, can't they confirm were, they died on the I spot. I believe they died, all three of them, <laughs> MLK, RFK, from shootings. They were all shot in the head and mm -hmm. died, right? Yes. Okay. David Ortiz was shot uh, a bunch of times, which is terrible, um, and is alive, correct? As far as I know. Okay. Uh, this is a president, a president's brother, and essentially the most important... Uh, Civil rights figure? Of the of the 20th century. Right. Right. I mean, probably yeah. top, maybe top two or Easy. three in history. Top two for sure. Of, yeah. Maybe of all time. They should give a guy... I mean, when's Ortiz's holiday? Does he get a, does he get a Monday in January? Poppy too? day. <laughs> I mean, it's, unbe it's, un it's, it's unbelievable. So well, hey, does, uh, does Martin Luther King have a dumpster named after him That's at, a good point. by Fenway? That's Come a good on. point. That's a good point. <laughs> I sent it to you guys last night. You guys seemed to both enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Did you make it all the way through? I did. Okay. Here, <laughs> I loved every second. Here at Long Last is Heroes, which I feel like is a song title that's been taken before. I could be wrong. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, Certainly a theme that's been used I feel like I, I feel like David Bowie's used it. I, I, could be, I could be wrong. Long way of going to. Here, uh, here is Heroes by... who? Maybe you guys will like the song and I'm wrong. I don't know. Linda Marks. <laughs> now, stop, stop. This is about a man who's alive, mind you. It sound, the, the tone may trick you into thinking it's about a dead child, but, but no, no. It's about a man who's more, I mean, not fine, but he's alive. <laughs> we need heroes. I feel like I'm in church. <laughs> Start at the beginning again. Let's let's try. Let's try again. How long is this? It's like four minutes. It's like I'm being carried yeah. into church in a box. Heroes, we need heroes to lift ourselves up. Shoehorning. To show us what's possible. <laughs> That's a, hold on. That's a good job with the word possible. <laughs> so the lyrics are. are hold on. <laughs> So it's heroes, we need heroes to yes. lift us up to show us what is possible. 
I don't know if that's what a hero's job is. <laughs> what is a hero's job? <laughs> Go ahead. Heroes oh, okay. Offer us hope. Make our worlds better. Protect and inspire. Hold on. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, you know why, how I'm most fascinated by this? If you know me well enough, you could probably figure this out. What fascinates me the most about this whole thing? Oh, you're asking us? Yes. Um, no, you're asking Linda, whatever her name is. Maybe the idea of her, like, her actually in the room writing That's this. That's interesting. Yeah. But I'm talking, what interests me the most is that Holler wrote about this. Oh, yeah. Like, they, he took this seriously. Heroes are people. Is she, hold on. Heroes are people. Did you know that? <laughs> is she singing, is she dubbing her own background on that? Oh, maybe, yeah. Let me hear it that. It sounds like her in the, and I can't imagine anyone else would do this. <laughs> yeah. I think she is. That's pretty good. Yeah, gotta be. That's impressive. That's pretty good. So yeah. one man, one. So what show. is what is her point so far? Like, Hero, heroes of people. So David Ortiz got you and shot. I could be heroes. So she doesn't like make a point. There's no reference to Ortiz in this really. Not, it's just a bigger picture thing. It's more what David Ortiz represents. People are fucking crazy. Heroes are people. How do we show them care? Hold on. How do we show them care? Put them in a hospital after yeah, they get like shot. After they get shot, we give them proper medical. Like the Red Sox flew him to Boston. Yeah. Like what? What else would she? So people, all, I, this used to be a big thing for me. I'd get mad because of this hero worship, ironically, in like even around Ortiz more than anybody. I remember when when they um when he, his final year they did the thing at Fenway and the PA guy was like, "What do you give to somebody who has everything more?" In and a I'm word, like, more. Yeah, and like they gave him a street, gave him all the shit, and a I'm car, like, car, yeah. Everything and I'm like I don't like understand what this is about. like I hero worship is strange to me yeah. I, I don't I don't quite get it and it's weird and I know I work for a company that actually you know kind of does a lot of it themselves and it seems it just seems I don't know it seems strange to and me. it's weird just the idea that who knows what could come out about the David Ortiz story itself also like, that I mean you know was, what I mean he may have been cheating or may have been sleeping with well, someone's wife and was which, JFK a perfect man no of course was not. Martin Luther King a perfect man but all I'm saying is who knows what uh, other skeletons Why are, you are so in that closet fucking cynical. I don't know. What's, what's I wrong to... with you? I'm sorry. Well, Heroes well, of people. And sometimes see, sometimes you, I forget let's that. Let's see if you change your perspective here. Go ahead, Dave. How do we show them care? See? Why do we shoot Ooh. our heroes? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a, I forgot about that one. That's a very odd <laughs> Even question. Even though I referenced it earlier. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really odd it question. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer it. For, I, I, I grew up. My heroes were Larry Bird and Bruce Springsteen. I didn't shoot either. I did not shoot either one of them. I don't. I don't shoot my heroes. Well, I don't. Some do though. Is the point. Well, and I think we need to focus on. Is that. she talking about? Like, does she know the Ortiz guy was shot by somebody who considered Worship Ortiz him? a hero? Is this like I a don't John, think so. It's like a in John fact, Lennon thing. It sounds or? like the guy may have thought of him in the opposite. <laughs> right. I mean, John Lennon was shot by somebody who who you know thought he was a hero. I understand That's true. that. If, but, if that guy grew up with a song like this, maybe his, his perspective would change a Or he would have shot himself a lot sooner and John right. Lennon would be alive. Right. Yes. Go ahead. Let me still let me hear that line again. Why do we shoot Hold on, hold on. I can't I can't let this go. I like that it gets a little more upbeat then. Like let's go. Like all right, here we go. Here we go. Like she's she's recovered. <laughs> right. Like hey, let's get back on the Like all right. Get why back do on the we horse here. Why do we shoot our heroes? Like, <laughs> That'd be great if there was a clapping. <laughs> like, why is this the point we bum, decided bum, to bum. decided to get this in the sort of like a, a fast moving number. It's almost a rap, like the rap you were doing earlier, Mike. We Go can ahead. make a dance for it and everything. Why do we shoot our heroes? Why do we gun them down? Does their light shine too bright in the darkness? I think that's it. By holding them up, do we put ourselves down? Ooh. People need 
about this too is the production. It's a good move. Like yeah. just drown it in sound so you can't <laughs> yeah. hear the words. Yeah. It's a good. There was a part I could literally not make out what she said. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, there was right the there. The fucking Globe wrote about this like it's real. Like it's like if he talks about, he compares it to to Dion's. And I know like, Dion's like the guy who wrote "Run Around Sue." We're not talking about fucking you know Great uh, Bob Dylan here. But the guy wrote a song that's kind of famous about, like I said, Lincoln and Kennedy and whatever. And and King, I and, shouted out, "Who shot David Ortiz?" <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Holler is really writing about this. Like he's not being, he's not joking about it. It's, it's so fucking it's so weird. weird. I mean, listen to this fucking song. What do we think is to blame? The guy in the Dominican Republic like that took a shot, shot at David Ortiz. She was 50 when he was playing. The fuck is she talking? I can't even hear her. Play it again. The fuck is she, she talking said, about? She said, like, you shaped my childhood or something like that? Who shaped her childhood? I guess David Ortiz. <laughs> what? what? Martin. Oh, Martin. Oh, okay. Robert and John. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. So she doesn't even mention Ortiz? No, but it's about Ortiz. Uh, no, she will. She will. Uh, she says something like, "Some call him Poppy" or something like that. Did she already do it? No, no, no. Oh, it's later, it's coming later, later. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you can stomach it. Here we go. There we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Big Poppy to most. You know, David, you probably don't know who I'm talking about. You probably know him as Big Poppy. What a weird life where you have to find a rhyme. Like, you know, she's like, uh, most, what rhymes are like? She wrote around that, clearly, I is think. It, now, but, is there a thing, like, you hated the Globe forever because they tried to get you fired and mm-hmm. succeeded, some would say? They did. But without them, you wouldn't have this song in your life. That's true. And this probably inspired you more than the other thing, you know, took you down. No question. Good. <laughs> To most. <laughs> You're already learning the words. Wait a minute. He was a good man. I just can't understand. First of all, six things. The fuck does she know? I mean, I'm sure it is a nice guy. How the fuck does she know that? Now, David, he's a good man. <laughs> but the other thing is, like, he's a good man. I can't understand. It's also, it's like children die. You know what I mean? Like, there is not. It's not Newtown. <laughs> it's not a like, new thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's, a, it's a sad world. But try like, and get your mind around it. A, oh, there's also, by the way, a chance, as you referenced, there's a chance that Ortiz may have done some things wrong in this entire process. Sure, yeah. Maybe not. I'm not. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But, but I, you know, I mean, it's. It, and he's not. The other thing is, he's not dead. Like, you know, <laughs> very much alive. If you heard this song, I played this like like I told you like a year from now. Here's a song you're going to hear about David Ortiz. You heard it, you'd be like, oh, well, he died. Oh my goodness, that's so. Yeah, he's dead. David Ortiz died. How did yeah. I miss that? Yeah, let me hear. Retire, but okay. <laughs> Wait, hold now, on, hold on. This is the part on, where it speeds on, up, and I think oh. people are like when I'm on the bus and the train, people will be singing, <laughs> tapping a toe to it. I guess I, I listened to this last night, I didn't quite get that part. What did you say with organized crime? Why do we shoot our heroes just when they're in their prime? Their accomplishments make them a target. Oh. 
There's a lot of words. It's the accomplishments that make them the target. There's some real shoehorning there. So what was the lyric? Let me hear. What's the lyric there, Mike? What Their accomplishments make them a target for the guns and the hitmen of organized for the, crime. For the guns and the hitmen of organized, organized crime. crime. <laughs> Seems a little accomplishments is not a great musical word. <laughs> no. Like, there's not a lot. Of, I've not heard Neil Young. Neither is organized, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, organized crime is not my favorite uh, thing. Go ahead. Their accomplishments make them a target for the guns and the hitmen of organized crime. It's what it's tough because. I love this song. The traits we need to survive. Those are just basic traits. But my thing is like, and you know, far be it from me, if we had Springsteen in here or Mm -hmm. this woman, I certainly wouldn't criticize their process. But it seems like she's trying a little too hard like with the organized crime thing, to connect it to Kennedy. (laughs) It's like a little bit much. Is an organized crime also Ortiz or no? Not, I think it might have, I don't know. Not not to my knowledge, but. The song serves both as a tribute to Ortiz and a business from the globe in a ballad about the bloody toll of gun violence against some of the nation's most revered figures. Her lyrics evoke memories of Dion's classic Abraham, Martin, and John. The undertow is strong. Get it? Yep, one more time. The shooting jail doesn't stop the crime. Can love find a way to end hatred? Singer. <laughs> oh. Done. Done. Wow. Hard out right there. Wow. Now, there's a thing. It's weird to me that, like, someone exists. Like, if I wrote that, and maybe I was in the state of mind where I was feeling melodramatic or whatever, uh, and I wrote that, and then I showed it to a friend, I would think they would immediately like be think like, Your friend would be like, What the, what the fuck, fuck is this? <laughs> is there no one in our life that was like, Whoop. Feels like Why that you belongs doing on Broadway. No, <laughs> well, that's what the Holder said. It's a show tune. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit of piano, yeah. little upbeat stuff. I think that's her her history. I think is in is, is from Broadway. She's, Jesus I mean, Christ. It's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting piece of music that I, I only found. I mean, I, I couldn't believe when I saw it. I was like, what the fuck? What is, is this real? <laughs> I've never. I, we. I don't think me or Dave have ever gotten a text from you that just says you need to hear. This. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> not even telling us what it's about. Just you need to listen to this. And then I believe both responses were good. Good God. <laughs> Sounds like a bad like when you go to church and those singers are that you're just like oh god can we just get through she's not I I don't know I, but it's again what fascinates me is the globes like you know obsession with it yeah or, and like or, or, and just like yeah, I'm they're not as obsessed with it as I am yeah but they're <laughs> they're the way they're promoting it they're, yeah. they're fucking promoting like it's real. It's a good question, though. Why do we shoot our heroes? I've never thought about it, and they, maybe this will finally lead people to examining that type of a deep-thinking right. question. Dave Cullinane was Kirk's producer at Radio.com for two days until a run-in with Alan Dershowitz derailed him. He came back to the show in July when, after joining, Steve Robinson promptly took a three-week honeymoon. At the end of his stay, Cullinane made his pitch to stay on, by selling unsold barstool inventory. 
In this clip, you'll get all the Cullinane greatest hits, 100%, obviously, and you'll get the genesis of Rich Mandarin. What was the thing you were pitching before about, like, the fit before you were on here, you're pitching something about working and getting paid. Yeah, which I actually thought it was a classy thing of me to do. It showed how loyal I am to you. What was it, though? You're building a business here. Okay, you listen to this, my guy. I've got this. Yeah, yeah. I've heard this. This is like the Portnoy. What's the show the Portnoy does on? Oh, with the, uh, John Taffer? <laughs> yeah, what's it called? Oh, I... Big Brain. Big yeah, Brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this big, for a second. Kind set. of a big deal. Big okay. Brain. Yeah. Great, Big Brain. Glad to help you out with all the barstool knowledge. Uh, <laughs> Very helpful. Okay. I said you just hired an employee. It goes against your advertising revenue and all this. Who's mean, meaning Steve? Yes. Okay, go yes, ahead. Yes, you have all these expenses you got to cover. Mm-hmm. I said, don't pay me. I said, go, if you could get Barstool to give me advertising, I'll go get a sponsor to pay me. And basically. he'll pay you. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say it again. So uh, they have all this advertising they, they could give away. If they could give me, they could get me paid in advertising. Why would course. they want to do that? It, for me to help you. For me to help Kirk Minahan. Yeah, but uh, first of all, this is all about helping Kirk Minahan. You're not, doing, see, it for, you're not doing it for your own sake. The Jerry Maguire. 100% not for my own. If you don't want me around, then I'm fucking gone. I don't, it is what it is. So you just did it just out of the goodness of your heart. There was no financial... <laughs> thing for you at all there well of course i'd want to be paid for my right time. so you're doing it for yourself yeah but that's a f- come on you're not going there I'm well not- you just said that you're doing it for like for for like me there's no the ha- there's no hard cost out of kirk Manan's pocket but right i, I was trying to you're... think of an outside the box idea to help you no you weren't you were doing it to, to make a little money for yourself <laughs> no i was thinking <laughs> mike all, what, what, what do you think i think he was doing it to make money for himself but also help I the fuck. show mutually benefit. well sure I, yeah but don't make it seem like oh i'm just hey i'm just doing it to help you don't out. make it seem like i haven't been a guy that wants to work with you i've shown what that are you ta- what are you yeah i who's disputed that <laughs> Okay. What the fuck are you talking about? It was all about saying that I think you need to build a team, and I want to think of an outside the box. Well, I, he I wants to be part of the team, and what is thinking he, of a way explain to, to me, himself. Explain to me. Explain to me. But, but maybe why is getting paid for trying to help you a selfish like thing? Well, of course, it's selfish. That. But that's not bad. I'm not saying it's no, bad, but okay. don't act like it's not. You know, you're not doing it for selfish reasons. So the advert. So we'd just be doing advertising on the show and giving it to you. Like, no, first of all, I wouldn't want that. This isn't my demographic. I'd probably go after a different show for an advertiser. What show would you go after? I don't know. Some other bar store what, show. Younger audience. Will ride show. No, like, younger what? audience. But given your history of working with younger <laughs> audiences in your career, if Barstool's Instagram says swipe up on this, people swipe up. Right. That's it. It's that, and it's basically a free landscape there. So hello, Barstool. I'm, I'm Dave Cullen. <laughs> no, I didn't say it's me. Does this pitch make any sense to you? Um, I I get what he's trying to say. Basically, I actually don't. So let's just say let's, let's think, just say the product is uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Let's say okay. 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 So what what are you doing? So if Barstool, let's just say for argument's sake, Barstool gives me a hundred thousand dollars worth of advertising, which is bullshit. You know what I mean? It's Dave, just, just 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 go ahead. I okay. understand the whole thing is bullshit. So Dunkin' Donuts is going to give me something for them to post on Instagram. Right. They're going to fucking swipe up, and yep. every time Dunkin' Donuts gets business, they're going to pay me a percentage of that business to pay for my time. That's it. Who's they paying you? Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. Okay. That so, was my thought outside the box because there's no. Out-of-pocket expense of the Kirk Minahan show. Okay, and where's our money in that? Me trying to help you grow it. That's it. So we're just paying for the Dave Colinane. I thought experience. this was you trying to help you think. See of what new I'm saying, ideas. Mike? This is, you, I, oh, it seems like the last three weeks have gone really thought, fucking poorly. <laughs> I thought he wanted to be part of the, the show. What are you getting so pissed about? <laughs> I'm going to defend myself for here. what? I'm just it's asking. A good fucking idea I'm not even, to help I'm you. Not even be, I, I don't understand it. I'm not even being critical. I'm just having you explain it to me. I thought. Originally, when he explained this to me, I thought he wanted a job, like being the second producer here or something like that, and that this would would pay for pay that. for that. That's what I is that. Am I Isn't wrong that about that? Essentially, kind of what it is, or no? yeah, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you would be working for the show. Yeah. So, so, that, go, yeah, so, so why don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm not just asking for like free advertising. That's like that. okay. So yeah. why don't you go do that? What do you mean, go do that? Well, you just pitched. Go talk to somebody at Barstool. Yeah, that's why I pitched it to you first. Okay, go to get do your it. Permission. Well, go do want. it. 
Okay. So now you're admitting you want me a part of the world on a regular basis. I don't even so now know. this is a whole other dynamic. I just, want to, I just want to see if anybody can understand it because I, I don't understand it. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask one more time because it's I'm sure it's me. Let's say it is, let's say it's Mercedes. Mercedes. Okay? Right yep. here. Mercedes. How much is a Mercedes? I, I don't know. 90. Let's just say, let's just say it's $90,000. Go sake. for it. Go okay. for it. Yep. Let's say they profit $10,000 <laughs> off every sale of a car. And they okay. S- they give me. I love. By the way, I could do business with Dave Colleen. Like I love because Colleen thinks he's like you. You like to. He's you like to tell man. people what I think. He's but a go on. Let's, let's keep going there. Let's he thinks he's like. He's, he thinks he's like sort of talking down to us. Like yeah, all right, yeah. all right. Let's let's say like he could have had that yeah. conversation that Erica had with me yesterday. Yeah, let's say, he let's, I love how this turns. <laughs> let's the say we're the whole premise was yes. I want to work with you. So that's the one number one. Right? How have I been to you in the but last? I also how have I been to you the last? Three you've been fantastic. So I think this this kind of reminds me of the Steve fight, where if he had gone this about isn't a fight, uh, uh, no, no, but you know what? I mean. What did I do? I where, texted him. You didn't personally do any. You didn't anything. do anything wrong because you never. You didn't. I, to my knowledge, yeah. you didn't go and talk to anybody at Barstool. Hundred percent. I, I think I the know. problem with, is mostly with the way he's describing it, where it's like he's coming to you and like, hey, Kirk, listen, let me help you. Out. Uh, didn't he ask? Whereas, me? <laughs> whereas if he just said like, hey, I've got a way to get me paid. No, 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 no. You as the second down. producer, this guy today, he's really fucking <laughs> pissing me off. I'm, just, I'm with the Minifans. I am with the Minifans now. I I texted you and I said this is. Today. First of all, what did I say? I said this is going to sound like know, an Dave. asshole idea. And then I said, Oh god, ha-ha. I hate you. You hate ha ha. Lol. And then I went into the pit. Oh wait, a part. You always use a part as one word. I know I shouldn't do that. Okay, right. I just I've noticed that the last couple oh, of days. Yeah. It's okay. I just so Mercedes. Go ahead. One more time. So let's say you clear so, you clear ten grand a, a car. Yeah. Okay. So Mercedes gives me an ad for Barstool to put on one of their Instagram channels. Somebody mm-hmm. swipes up and they buy the car. By the way, Mercedes, I, I'm just is a is a is an aside would do very well here. Hundred percent. As opposed to uh, I know you always say hundred percent too. You don't like that either. It's just a big thing. Why don't we make Dave uh, to crutch? Uh, I guess Mike make a shirt on that one. Hundred percent. Yeah. Let's get that. Don't run that by Kirk. Unsold Barstool. Yeah, and I also said unsold inventory. Inventory is acting as payment, trade deal six. He thinks I know that. Even like in these texts, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking I about? I told you I sound like an asshole texting this. That's how I put so then why text thing. it? Hey, you and I are just a couple of businessmen. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk turkey here. <laughs> okay, so there we go. That's the culinary pitch. And I say you should do it. Who do you? So who do you go to now? I'm, I'm saying, uh, as opposed to Mike, you have pitched this now to me. I'll and think I'm saying, thoroughly. Well, how, how would well, that Hold on, hold on. Now I need to know a little bit more about what you want. That's my thing. Like, what? How could I? Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> Can't quit while he's ahead. Oh, I'm just no, go ahead. What? No, 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 what? No, I'm curious. Go ahead. Okay. Just, just what you think we could improve on? That's all. Regarding this is the Mike Geary tactic. The whole mystery. show. You like... sell. You sell me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. That's not it. Because I do just want to help. But what? Why don't we work? hold that till tomorrow? It's your last day tomorrow. Okay. Why don't we do that tomorrow? Seems like that's okay. a great forward tease. For no, we guys. put a pin in that. We can put a pin. They say now and do it tomorrow. I like it. So what does Colin do now? Like, what is Monday morning like for Colin? What's your day? What's the day? What is your... Yeah. Uh, it's a question I just asked. I am going to <laughs> go to the office. What office is that? So Not I, this one. I produce a bunch of real estate-related content. Okay. Yeah. So you do go to a younger crowd. I apologize. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. You know, I an industry that's thriving. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, the yeah. Minahan show is not really Dave's. What do you mean real estate shows? Yeah. Oh, can we hear some of that? Maybe, maybe one day. Oh, good. Is it good? and is it a good show? Yeah, it's yeah. a good show for what it does. It like it educates this? the audience. Similar show? Or? I mean, you wouldn't want to air it. It's just basically real estate news and it's real exactly estate like information. This, but they just attack people in the real, <laughs> real estate, estate business. business. <laughs> four, four bedrooms <laughs> and three baths. <laughs> 2,000 square This Jim feet. Adams has been ripping people off of their homes for years. <laughs> Look at this. I got, I, got, I got articles here. Walk me through this. How does this work? 
That's not a, a four, that is a that, four bedroom in Chelmsford going like, for this type of rent. You're telling me that's half a bathroom? You're gonna fucking tell me that. You're fucking telling me that's half a bathroom. Oh great, that's supposed to be Westford. Oh, God. You're telling oh oh, but you don't mention. Oh, is there air conditioning or not? Is there central AC or no? I don't, no, 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 no. Answer the fucking question. Just answer it. I'll tell you, this duplex in Watertown, you knock down the fucking walls and you make it a single family. I, what is so hard about that? I don't, I don't, just explain that to me, please. Let me see this guy right now. This guy, this one of these fucking people on the, oh, this is great. One of these people on the fucking, uh, on the fucking Rich Mandarin message board right here. Great, great. Rich Mandarin's been selling houses for 30 years. I start my own message board with my fans, and now they're fucking turning against me. That's great. You know what? Yeah, sometimes I take 5%. Sometimes I fucking take 5% on these houses, okay? Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm sick of it. Turn it. I don't, I don't want the message board anymore. Fuck them. Fuck them. Oh, 5% rich. Fuck you, okay? I work my fucking ass off, you fucking assholes. Oh, gee, do you think we can build on that land? I never thought of that. I never thought of building on the land in Framingham. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 no, that never occurred to me. Oh, gee. Gee, yeah, it's great. Great idea. Oh, yeah, I never thought. Oh, are there cars that go by the new condo? <laughs> really? Oh, there are? Oh, I never thought of that's that. That's the t-shirt. That's a great one. It's, it's so loud outside. That's the, this is great. I got the, the t-shirt. I, I, got, I got this fucking assistant who's trying to fucking kiss my ass, and he comes right with Rich Mandarin shirts one fucking day into the Rich Mandarin show. No fucking context. <laughs> no fucking logo that's all i fucking get oh great two and a half baths fuck you what does that even fucking mean you fucking cocksucking fucking asshole fuck you rich mandarin's not playing your fucking games anymore what the fuck is rich mandarin what are you talking it's about the number one show in the real estate number one real estate show in the market is it yes oh jesus oh, oh god <laughs> <laughs> well, finally we got a clip out of this show jesus christ a swimming pool <laughs> Central oh. AC, <laughs> a view of the water is coming to me. Do you think I can with, do this, by the way? Do you think with the real estate shows, Dave has like the reverse conversation? Like, here's how I do things with Kirk Minute. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a different type of show, but I think that, you know, there's there's we can there's an equivalent. I mean, let's just say it right now, like you know, what's uh, we'll just say ballpark and house is situated. What's it go for? Seven fifty. So <laughs> so I sell for eight twenty, and I keep half of it. You get the other half. Does that make any sense to you? No. No, why not? I don't understand. What is it? Is it me? Now it's like makes it, sense. it's like now I listen. I know it's a different world, but it's like when Kirk talks about these globe articles, and people are just like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> you have to make the house smell like cookies if you have a fucking open house. Plain and simple, okay? I'm not gonna have this fucking conversation with you people anymore. It has to smell like cookies. Like I smell like I can't believe we're bringing these people. Fuck it. Oh, maybe it could smell like cake, boss. No, I've been doing this for 20 fucking years, okay? I was I came in. The fucking real estate market was, we were number six. We were number six place in town. I came in, it was number one. I left number six again. And what do we got? We got this fucking guy telling me how to make a house smell like an open house. Make the house smell like fucking cookies. Dave, am I right? You're right. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Is that Christ. pretty much how it goes? How it goes. <laughs> On that <That's> show? <laughs> no, Rich Mandarich. I don't know what just happened. Is that, did you have that name ready? Is that like your Art Vandalay? Did you no, have I that just, ready to go? Just, it kind of sounds like Kirk Minet. All right. You gotta update the kitchens, guys. You gotta update the kitchens <laughs> these days, okay? It's all about kitchens. It just is. I'm sick of this. You walk into these houses, the fucking kitchens aren't updated. These fucking contractors. Oh, oh, six weeks. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna take six weeks. Terrific. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I heard the last time. I mean, rugs and the rugs. We got fucking rugs now. I mean, this is 2019, guys. We gotta rip the rugs out here. Let's walk around the house. I mean, come on. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah, here. I'm sure when they were in John Henry and Linda Pizzuti's house, it only took them six weeks. Fucking <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, and they don't want me to talk about that. Yeah, they, they don't want me to talk about that. Oh, yeah. What am I going to do? I'm doing a radio show here, folks. I'm, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, I'm a, the guy's a real estate king in New England. I'm not going to talk about his name. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> guy's the fuck. Okay, fine. He, is. he owns everything. Fine. He owns all these real estate places, owns all the real estate networks. I'm going to fucking talk about the guy. And if I got to go, I got to go. Whatever. But you got these other people on are afraid. Oh, great real estate market in Framingham. Yeah, yeah great, great. Well, I'm going I'm I'm to tell the fucking truth about it. You don't like it? I'm going to fucking. I'm Rich Mandel. I'm going to fucking deal with this stuff. That's how I fucking do it. I've always done it that way. Am I right? I, look, I don't. Who knows? I don't know. You know, I'm walking around Barnes and Noble here. What do you want me to do now? And of course, cut this part out, Dave. If we just never broke, did this for an hour and a half a day for the rest of time, <laughs> I might. We just might. Just I just might. The Rich Mandarin show. I just might do that. <laughs> rich Mandarin. About real estate. Rich Mandarin. That's right. <laughs> because it was so early in the show's run, Cullinane actually had logged more hours on the new podcast than the show's producer, Steve Robinson. Because Cullinane acquired such show expertise, Blind Mike and Kirk discussed how Cullinane would brief Robinson upon his return. This is your last act here. Before you give the power up to back to Steve Robinson. Are you and Steve going to have like a communication? Passing of the torch? Yeah, like on Saturday or something? I'll probably text him a couple of the interns. That's about it. That's it. Yeah. Let me know how did it go. I mean, he has been so AWOL. It has been an honor (laughs) sitting in your chair, sir. (laughs) I would never. The pleasure has been all mine. And I'd say I did a pretty Every good time job. a car passes by, I will think of the Kirkman Hand Show. Steve, I want you to know that I, ne- I feel I never let the show fade <laughs> below your standards. Every time things take time, I will think of the they'll Kirkman Hand Show. They'll think of me and they'll, s- hopefully, Steve, hopefully, they'll smile just once. And every time they talk about trade, and saving $14 and turning it around and flipping it out and making an ad rib split. They'll think of me and they'll smile. Hey, Steve, treat him right. <laughs> no, no, Steve, no, no, no. I don't want any compliments. No, 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 no. I was just doing my job, Steve. I was just doing my job. I'm just a man who was paid to do a job, and that's all I do. Steve, from one professional to another, I say, well done, sir. Good luck. <laughs> and may God guide you and give you wings on this journey. And if something shall happen to you and befall you, my friend, I am your assistant. I am happy to step up and help you. (laughs) Steve, did you know, this is unbelievable, my roommate and the other roommate married the three women next to us. What do you think of that, Steve? Is that incredible? That's actually very interesting. (laughs) Isn't that an amazing piece of uh, of information? There was an apartment, and they were in the apartment next to us. Did you know that? My advice, Steve, tell little anecdotes like that. Kirk really seemed to enjoy it. (laughs) Steve, here's a little... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Steve, Steve, here's a little piece of, of, of radio. If I, if I may, just, just two pros bullshitting here for a second. If I may, if Kirk asks you a question, just start saying things that make no sense in order and ramble on and on and on and on and on and on. And then maybe he'll interrupt you. It's really good radio, I find. And Steve, if Kirk happens to turn on you, there's always a world of real estate where one can produce shows where people are selling homes. I'd be happy to have you part of that. And I happen to be a real estate expert myself. You can ask me anything. Steve. <laughs> We're still going. <laughs> Steve, let me, I have a little, a little, a little motto. It's, it's, it's not a big deal, but you know, I think sometimes you try hard, but I think sometimes you try, say, ninety-four percent, or even ninety-six percent. Take a look at this T-shirt, Steve. One hundred percent. That's how you do it all the time. That's the Dave Cullinan way. Why do I talk like Alec Baldwin? I don't. <laughs> but I go 100%, Steve, all the time. All the time. It's in my new book, Producing Greatness. <laughs> Ten steps 
to appeasing Kirk Minahan. <laughs> Here's the other thing, Steve. Just, just, just a quick piece of advice. And again, I, I, I hate to step on your toes. You're the lead producer of the show. But uh, if somebody with nine followers tweets at you, I think personally it's important to go on a 40-thread conversation <laughs> with this person. <laughs> Because, you know, one thing they'll really do is they'll get Kirk to throw his phone across the room and punch the wall. Steve, you want to leave people following you saying, Oh, another notification from, from Steve Robinson. <laughs> Terrific. But again, I turn the throne over to you. And I say and bid a fond farewell. Au revoir, as I say in my homeland of France. What a run it's been, Steve. I'm happy that you've traversed the country and the world and you're back now. And you look well and fed and handsome as always. And I turn aside now and go back to the world of real estate and wait to sire my next boy. But I'll be thinking of you always, particularly when the sun rises and sets in the show that we did for three weeks and the time we spent together. Steve, I'll tell you the date right now. I still think of it all the time. April 14th, 2012. That day, I was at 99%. I don't want to talk about it. Steve... One other piece of advice. There's a man called Thrill Ride. <laughs> he went from average to absolute savage overnight. You have that's to get that's this a lesson you can take into this job. <laughs> you have to get this man in your life. Kirk is resisting, but I know down deep he knows his magic there. <laughs> put, 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 put the man on the show. Put pen to paper and make it happen, Steve. For the love of God. Please. Steve, I've developed a British accent <laughs> over these three weeks. I'm not sure why. Steve, I can only imagine when you were a, uh, a con looking out at the ocean, you must have got enthralled in my back and forth on Twitter with Kirk Mindrops. It was an incredible duel between two men. Kirk Mindrops was saying, Dave, Dave, uh, that said one of the microphones have a Timmy today. And I said, no, 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 my good man. That must be your side, your phone. You must have a. Obviously, an, you're lying. You must have no an, reason. You must have an OX13 Plus. Why don't you? Why don't you move three, three, three GDs over there to the right, my good man? And he, he agreed. I won. I won the war. I won the duel. At long last, I won. I won. And I brought it up the next day, and Kirk ignored me. Steve, one final piece of advice. And I, I again, I, 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 I'm almost embarrassed telling you this, my good man. But if the most litigious man in America. He's going to be on your podcast. Uh, don't lie to him about what, you're, what, what, what it's going to be about. Don't send a re ridiculous email address. I've learned that. Steve, I'd love to meet your brother. He seems like, he seems like, <laughs> he seems like, he seems like a fine man. I, 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 thank you. Do me a favor, Steve. Thank him for his service. Would you please? Dear Ben Rott. <laughs> ben, the, 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 the South is turned away. I think we are going to win this war. Ben, I have... I've endeared myself to the parody accounts, and I think it's safe for you to enter the Minahan world. I believe we've turned DEC. Through my nurturing. And the parody accounts have begun to retreat. It is colder now, but still I believe warm is on its way. Chris from Wakefield and Ned Snark. Is not, they have not yet turned, but I believe they will in time, my good man. In time they'll turn. Steve, at night, when you look up at the sky, Steve, do you ever think about what's going on out there? I often do. And I'll turn to Holly and say something, and then make, she doesn't understand what I'm saying. And I, then I say to her, Holly, let's think about this for a moment. Like, you and Jessica and Jennifer, we're all living together. And me and uh, Rob and Nick, 
We were all together and all three of us are now married to each other. What a world this is. Steve, let's stay on that theme for a moment of space. <laughs> because I think when you walk into the Red 13 studios, it's a universe out there <laughs> that hasn't been explored yet. And it's your duty to find every little nook and cranny of that world and bring it to Kirkman Ann. Steve, what's that? Uh, Steve. No, I'm uh, Steve, uh, all due respect, I'm going to uh, send that to my lawyer. I do not answer questions about whether I'm getting a kickback from Red 13. That's none of your business. Steve, don't worry about Steve, it. Steve, Steve, frankly, I don't mean to get upset, but I'm offended that you would even question my honor, my good man. Steve, I've been very open with you in this conversation, but that is one area I don't care to speak about. I wish to assert my uh, amendment rights and not answer that question, if that's okay. <laughs> that the founding fathers, my good men, put together, Steve. I wish to invoke my Fifth Amendment privilege. Yes, uh, yes, I would. Okay, what's the big deal with that? <laughs> we only got three more hours of this. It's been merely a fortnight since you were gone. <laughs> to quote the great, if I may quote myself, I don't do this enough. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been but fun. But it hasn't been real fun. <laughs> but it hasn't been real fun. You get him with jabs like that, Steve. <laughs> And they say, oh, you little devil. And when Kirk and says, remember you. And when Kirk says to you, do you have any ideas, any thoughts for the future? Say no. <laughs> Even though a mere day ago you pitched a pretty big idea. <laughs> Although 30 seconds ago we discussed it. <laughs> uh, fuck that. Forget that. Don't worry about that. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> Once Robinson returned from his honeymoon, almost immediately controversy erupted. The Kirk Menahan Show almost parted ways with Barstool Sports in August based on an investigation the crew did regarding the claims made by Denver sports personality Benjamin Albright. What was in dispute was the extent of his military and academic record. Producer Steve Robinson worked with the Pentagon on Albright's records and gave him a chance to fill in any incomplete information. No story was published while Robinson was digging into the facts. To preempt Robinson's quest, Albright released the communications between the two. Barstool personality and host of the Zero Blog 30 podcast, Uncle Chaps, took issue with Robinson's work, and this led to a heated conversation between Barstool founder David Portnoy and Menahan. And Portnoy's take was immediately like, like I, I want to fire Steve. Like, we don't mess with the military. We don't ask questions. It's not our job to ask questions about the military. It's not what we do here at Barstool. We respect the military. And my point was today, well, so do we. So Portnoy just didn't, did not want to hear it at all. He's like, I want to fire Robinson. He said in our second phone conversation that he thought this was uh, worse than the Francis <laughs> situation. Portnoy was insistent. Robinson be terminated. And Kirk threatened to quit if his producer was pushed out. Menahan discussed the situation with KFC on Sirius XM. Chaps is all pissed off about it, uh, toward us, toward Steve, and toward the show. And Portnoy is texting me, being like, what the fuck's going on with Robinson? So I called Portnoy, we had the conversation, and he's like, I want to fire this guy. And I'm like, well, I think that's a mistake. I think, you know, and he said, this is worse than the Francis situation. Um, and I said, well, I said, I don't agree. Francis, and by the way, I don't think Francis should have been fired. Right. I said that on my show, I had him on. So I, I'm like, you shouldn't fire, but we'll, we'll, we'll play that game out. The argument was that Francis did this thing about this girl when she, the day she died, da, da, da. I said, this is, this is the opposite of that. Like, you know, it, Francis posted, we did just the opposite. We waited. We we're waiting for comment from him. We didn't post anything. You're mad. You want to fire Steve over something that technically doesn't exist because it hasn't been made public. Uncle Chaps joined the discussion and Menahan and he continued their conversation about Albright from the previous day. I don't sure. think that there's anything inherently bad with saying, did you serve or did you do this thing? The, the thing about it that really pissed me off was that 
one, it's the way that that is perceived for Barstool and what ZBT has done. Whenever you're under the Barstool umbrella and you ask that, you have to know that somebody like Ben Albright, not necessarily even Ben, but anybody who doesn't like us is going to take that screenshot and that becomes the perception of what happens to a majority of folks. Because people aren't going to say like yesterday when we talked, Kirk, you were like, let me explain the full story. That's not the way the internet works. The internet doesn't go for the full story. They see what they see in the snapshot at first and then that's how people react from it. And that causes great damage to to the brand that I've built in ZBT. Of course, Meta fans being Meta fans, they jumped into the action too and lobbed their first volley against the Stoolies. It's uh, Chris Boston. Pet died. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that one. Chris, what's going on? <laughs> hey, uh, I was actually just curious um, the impact of the Meta fan uh, and the Meta fan universe of what happened with you guys. Has the Zero Block 30 brand been impacted at all over the last couple of days? Excellent question, dude. Thank you for calling in and talking about now that. Now I we wish really your pet it. died instead, Chris. <laughs> what is, what? These people are seriously fucking idiots. I wasn't <laughs> going to talk about it, but fuck it. Go the off, King. Fans Go are off, King. Idiots. Like, straight up idiots. We, I've worked at Barstool for three years and have been heavily involved in the internet for probably five or six years at least. These people are the dumbest fuckers alive. Just straight up dumb. All of them. They all think they're so witty, intelligent. They're, they're taking the same recycled jokes and going over and over again. Just shut the fuck up, dude. Don't you have jobs? In the end, Portnoy's aged and beloved dog Stella tragically passed away, plunging the New York Barstool office into a week-long mourning in celebration of the pooch's life. In this tragedy, Portnoy forgot about Robinson, leaving the producer of The Menahan Show safe and keeping the show with the pirate ship. That's going to do it for Act 2, Part 1 of this Menafan Show special, the 2019 Year in Review. There's so much still to go, more memories to go over this year, like Red Snappers, the return of Jerry Callahan, the meltdown of MHB, and the shooting star known as Rich Kelleher. Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Until then... I'm DEC.